You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run in that fix it. Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 1.9 on your account. Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. We're glad to have you up and Adam with you with us on this wow. January 1st, 2020. How many times I'll blow that to today? Uh 2021. Um it's a new year, so we're wishing you a very Happy, blessed, and prosperous New Year. Uh, We're excited about the opportunity that we have to start the day off talking Alabama football uh, right here on the Martin Houston Show uh, on your radio dial on Tide 100.9 and on all the social media outlets at Martin Houston Live. Uh, So you can go check us out. Hey, if you want to call, be a part of the conversation, uh, we'll we'll let you do that at 205-342-342. 9904-205-342-9904. Or you can put your ch- uh, comments on chat at uh, the social media outlet of your choice, and we'll work that into the conversation as well. Uh, we're going to uh, guest joining us here in just a moment, Coach Antonio Ford uh, of Auburn High School, defensive line coach and strength and conditioning coach. Uh, he, good, morning. We're gonna... good morning, Tony. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. All right. Uh, let's make sure uh, that uh, we incorporate uh, some of your expertise into the conversation. And before we get going, we're going to uh, have uh, Mr. Joe Gaither, uh, producer extraordinaire, lead us through a little true-false this morning. Good morning, Joe. How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing great, Martin. Happy to have a new year, a new start. Awesome. Well, one of the things I'm definitely going to do is make sure that I, I don't uh, miss starting off uh, this show like I do every show. Uh, but, uh, today is the day that the Lord has made, so let's make sure that we rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, and be the difference we want to see in the world today so just encouraging you to do uh that so be a difference maker in 2021 if you didn't like the way 2020 went you make sure that you start off making 2021 a little better so i toss it over the glass to you for a little uh true false this morning joe all right mar we got a little playoff edition of true false and we'll start it right off with who I think is the best player on Notre Dame's Notre Dame's team, Kyron Williams. True or false, is Kyron Williams, number 23 for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, the best running back Alabama has played this year. He has uh, 1,061 yards rushing and 12 touchdowns. He also has 282 yards receiving with another receiving touchdown. Is Kyron Williams the best running back Alabama has played this year? I think he is possibly the healthiest uh, best running back. Yeah. The, 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 the Auburn kid is good. He was just not healthy. Right. So I would say true 
in the sense of he will be the healthiest back when we play, therefore making him the best. The, the Georgia guys were pretty good. Um, and sometimes I think we forget how far back that was. But I think the difference between Georgia and Auburn and Notre Dame is they not only do they have a really good running back, they also have a dangerous quarterback, which helps the running back. So I'm going to say all of those things together makes it a true. Right. Um, I'll definitely go with a true statement. Um, now, I don't think he's the best player on Notre Dame's team, but I definitely think he's going to be the best running back that Alabama's faced this year. True. I like, right, the way, I like the way you're, he's, he's very agile and shifty, so I think that, uh, I don't know, I think that Alabama's going to have to be on their P's and Q's, manning their gaps and tackling soundly yeah. to, uh, to, take, to take him out of the equation today. Now, for number two, Martin, Brian Kelly this week said that Notre Dame has nothing to prove, that they've been on the cusp of national championships, even though they haven't won it, that, they, that this game does not uh, define their program. They have nothing to prove. Is that true or false? Well, before we move on, uh, on, on to that, um, Curtis Moore just wanted us to, to go back and give a little love to Spiller from AM. And I would say, it, it, in the game against us, he may be the most talented of all the running backs, but he didn't. I don't think he played necessarily great against us. Uh, but uh, Curtis Moore, I can understand you making that. As far as Kelly. And I, but he's been watching the wrong program if he doesn't think they have anything to prove. Um, Notre Dame gets embarrassed uh, or beat in this game again. Um, that it, it, I think is bad uh, because uh, they're they're averaging losing about by, by about four scores when they play against teams with a full complement. Yes, they beat Clemson early this year. But uh, they <laughs> they definitely, um, to me, need to have a good showing in this game if they're going to uh, be able to be considered a national power. If, if you didn't know Notre Dame from 88 or before and you saw them and you, you would say this team at this point has shown nothing to, to deserve to be considered – a, a blue blood or a powerhouse. So I would say false. Uh, Kelly is wrong in saying, making that statement that they have nothing to prove. Yeah, I, so, I agree. It's, that's definitely false. Um, the, the, the best recruits come out of the South, right? And, and high school kids nowadays, they don't talk about having Notre Dame as one of their, their top choices. So, and it's because of that, um, if Notre Dame doesn't do something big, I mean, the, I think they just need to compete. They don't necessarily have to win this game. They need to compete to even get their name in the conversation. But I don't even see them competing versus Alabama tonight. The guys in the desert agree with you. <laughs> so, and, and you're, I, I agree that it is. It's about uh, competing. They're they're not expected to win, uh, but if okay. they get beat by the spread or more, yeah. I mean, think about this. If you don't think that you have anything to prove. And, and you are clearly the largest underdog ever in the college football playoffs. You hold that record by yourself, Coach <laughs> Kelly. You you should – I hope you're telling your players right now you have something to prove. I hope he's not been saying we don't have anything to prove because I know it wouldn't offend me if I was a, a player on his team if he came back and said, listen – they're disrespecting us in the desert. Alabama is underestimating us. The nation is underestimating us. Yes, things didn't go the way we played the last time we ran across this team, but we're different. We've we've talked about building O-line toughness, and we've talked about building D-line toughness. We just played through the ACC, one of the top conferences, and only lost to the best team uh, in, in the country uh, over the last three or four years. Hey, Let's go out and prove that we belong. I would tell my team that message. Yeah. So, all right, Joe. The last one I've got is uh, kind of Heisman-centric with Alabama. True or false, Devontae Smith and Mac Jones will, view, will be, uh, be doing the virtual Heisman ceremony together, most likely in Coach Saban's uh, home, 
And will they invite Najee Harris? Oh, wow. Um, hmm. Well, does he ha- is his room big enough to social distance with four guys? That's going to be the biggest question because you know Coach Saban's going to want to be there with with, with, with the uh, two finalists. Uh, yeah, and I would I would I would say <laughs> unless there's a rule that prevents them from letting them join, I'm going to say yes that that Najee's there and that it's at Coach Saban's house because I agree Coach Saban will want to be there. I. I don't think – I think they may invite him, but I don't think that, that Najee will come. Just because we... of the fact it's his teammate moment to shine. Like, he gets a, enough attention. He gets the ball. He's a touchdown guy, and he wants to give them their moment. And he don't want to take any, any attention from them. So I would say that he would get the invitation, but he would watch it from, from somewhere else. And, and that may be correct. I wonder, Will – the Heisman people, if he's not there, uh, true, false, Joe, Tony, will he, will they show him? Think no, about, you see I, what I'm saying? I, I think, think they probably will. I, I think if he's in a location where, uh, like he's by himself or, uh, you know, in, in, a loca- in, a, in a location where, you know, I, I, think, I think they will if, if uh, he's not in a pu- public setting, which I hope he's not. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, hey, that wraps up true false uh, for for this morning. We'll go ahead and get to an early break here, so we can spend more time with Coach Antonio Ford, uh, Auburn High School defensive line strength and conditioning coach. We'll take a moment and um, talk a little bit to him about last week's uh, or two weeks ago, uh, Florida uh, Alabama game as one of his. Former players uh, was a key part in in helping the Gators uh, prepare and, and go against the Crimson Tide, as well as see if he's noticed anything regarding the strength and conditioning program. Has Dr. Ray, we're going to ask a strength and conditioning coach, has Dr. Ray and what he's done uh, and, Doc, and Coach Blue, what they've done at Alabama, can he see that on the field? Uh, in in how these players are playing this year. We'll have more conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show, talking Alabama-Notre Dame, talking uh, strength and conditioning, recruiting. Hey, and if you have a conversation you want to get in, just give us a call, 205-342-9904. Showers and thunderstorms are likely across West Alabama on this New Year's Day, ending around midday. Some storms may be strong to severe highs near 72. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds and much cooler. Highs in the mid-50s, near 56 degrees. I'm meteorologist James Spann on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit him online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. We are live and local. Glad that you are back in with us. I want to encourage you to get your thoughts and your comments. Um, just post them there uh, on the social media outlets. Or if you want to join us via the phone, 205 342 Zero four. We have Coach Antonio Ford joining us uh, this morning. Coach Antonio Ford is a coach at Auburn High School, uh, where he coaches the defensive line, and he's a strength and conditioning coach. So 
Uh, we're going to be bringing him back in here in just a moment. I want to get a quick highlight story out uh, to you to make sure uh, that I, I don't forget this. Uh, but uh, Howard Cross, that, that's a name familiar to the old Alabama um, uh, folks. Coach uh, uh, Howard, not Coach Howard, but Howard Cross was a tight end uh, back in the late 80s actually a teammate of mine and played with the New York Giants and under uh, Bill Parcells and said 13 year career. I think he had some of the biggest hands I think I've ever seen. Uh, anyone that has ever seen uh, my big meat hooks, I call them. Uh, he used to be able to take his hand and almost wrap them around mine. Uh, Coach Ford, you'll get a kick out of this. One of the funny things I used to tell people, you know how they teach you to, to position your hands for the football kind of thumbs pointing and fingers pointing. Well, if Howard put his thumbs together, uh, a basketball uh, could go through his hands. So, so <laughs> if <laughs> that's how big his, so he had to almost like uh, cross his, his thumbs behind his hands in order to, to make sure the ball didn't go through. But back in those days, tight ends were blockers. Anyway, they were a la like fullbacks. But the reason I bring up Howard Cross, Coach Ford, and Alabama fans is he has his son, uh, Howard Cross the uh, third, is a red shirt freshman defensive lineman who plays uh, 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 for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, and they oh. used to laugh and joke about, uh, "Hey, I'm not going to Alabama, but I can't wait to play against them." And uh, Howard said they were joking about that, but uh, it's real now. Uh, but how cool would that be, uh, Coach Ford, uh, the first time your son, your daughter, your, is competing against your alma mater in, on the biggest stage uh, in, in their respective sports. So I know this is a big moment for Howard. He really can't lose in tonight's game. Right. I mean, that, that would be an awesome feeling. That, first of all, that your son is even good enough to, to play Division One sports. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah, man, that, that that would just be awesome. I'm pretty sure that he's, he's proud either way. Yeah, and that, and that's what's so cool about this is, and that's what he said. He said, "I'm definitely pulling for my son, uh, with without a doubt, uh, because I love him uh, more than anything and pray for him. Uh, but also, uh, Alabama is it, it will always be home, and, and we'll cheer for them. So, but hey, coach, let's let's look specifically. Um, go back. Uh, uh, a week or so ago, and and uh, I know you, you know, you probably tagged uh, a little bit because I, I, I refuse to respond. I let you get away with it when you were putting on 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 social media and out there go go Gators. Uh, uh, I, I know I know you love Alabama. You, you like the Tide and all of that, but it, it, it's sort of the same thing. Uh, the relationship between coaches and players is it's really uh not a lot of difference between that and, and your your own son you know oh. uh, your own child when you do it the right way uh oh, and yeah. so it, it, and of course I'm, I'm gonna butcher his name so i'm gonna let you talk about number 11 <laughs> uh, mohammed oh. diabate 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 yeah diabate Okay. Yeah, but but talk a little cool. bit about what he meant to, to you guys as a program. Uh, he was a defensive lineman there, but playing outside linebacker uh, for the Florida Gators. Uh, you know, when you watch him, what impact did he? you see him have d directly on the, that game? I mean, he, he did a great job. First of all, Diabate, he's always been um, a, a student of the game. He, he's all, always, since he was a, a freshman coming in to get ready to play, um, he, he studies. He studies his opponents, um, knowing what they like to do. And you can see him even as a as a sophomore. He's out there lining up the safeties before the snap. Um, he's he's getting the calls, um, just basically putting everybody in in position. Um, just just a really heady player. And when you said you 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 made a statement, you said student of the game. Um, yeah. On a scale of one to ten, if a guy is say a six. Or seven, six. Let's just say six. How 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 much can being a student of the game take that six uh, on that uh, yeah. of um, 
Go ahead. Yeah. It, it, can, it can easily move that to a to a not eight ish, nine ish quickly, only because it speeds up your eyes. And if you have fast eyes, you can play above your skill level, right? So if he if he knows where to put his eyes, knows where um where his reads come from, it, it'll it'll make up for maybe lack of strength or lack of size. So studying his opponents, knowing what's coming by by formations, knowing tendencies, that makes your eyes faster, and so you get to your spot a lot faster. Yeah, and, and I, I've, I've said that so many times, you explain it better than I, I do. I, I tell people, you can have a really talented guy. A guy can be faster. He can be more athletic. He can be all of these things. But if I recognize where you're going uh, a step before him, uh, yep. then that lineman doesn't get to me, but he gets to that guy that may be more athletic. And, and, uh, and, and, and sometimes you'd rather have a guy – uh, of course, you'd rather have a guy that's an eight and a half already that's a student right. of the game. Uh, but but if you have a choice, you'd rather have a six or seven that's a student of a game than a nine that's not a student of the game uh, because you either have to build stuff around him and can't do everything you want to do, or you have to take stuff out of the playbook, which your ability uh, to to do uh, all the things you do. And, and speaking of that, would you say that that's one of the biggest differences in the success of this Alabama defense versus last year's Alabama defense where they have Christian Harris and Dylan Moses at, at the linebacker position versus last year where they had Shane Lee, a true freshman, and Christian Harris, a, a true freshman? Yes, definitely. Um, these, these guys are seeing things faster. Um, they're understanding. And Coach Saban doesn't run a simple defense. Like they, they have to know – what they're doing to, to, to play for Alabama and, and, and things have to match. They have to communicate on the fly. While, while these bullets are flying, these guys are out there talking to each other. They're saying cut. They're saying banjo. They're, they're saying all these different communication skills. But it's while these SEC receivers are running toward them and they have to be perfect. Sometimes it works. Sometimes, you know, it's a miscommunication and, and you see these, these big balls being caught. But, I mean, they, they have to be students of the game to play at the University of Alabama. Well, Coach Ford, you you know you just can't throw that stuff out there. You have to you have to. Me and our listeners, we don't know what all that stuff you you just so, said is. It sounded like you started talking Spanish in the middle, uh, and and I only know uh, mi casa su casa. So let's back up for a second. All right, so let's so let's let, let, let's talk let's talk banjo. It's a call if two receivers are are are, are less than two yards apart, right? So the, the safety and, and, and the corner or the linebacker and the safety, they're going to call banjo. That means the, the receiver that comes to them, that's who they're going to pick up. So instead of staying with a guy and, and getting picked, right, they'll banjo it and say, okay, I'm going to back up and I'm just going to take whatever comes to me. And so they're, they're, as the receivers are coming off the line, past five yards, then they're going to lock it. But if they start to switch before five yards, they banjo it, the safety will pick up one guy, the corner will pick up the other guy. Make sense? Now, is that is that is that a principle or a concept that's set before the snap, but the, and yeah. but they both have to read it the same yeah. once uh, once the ball is snapped. Yes, but, but for instance, if you know they do some type of scissors route and the, the outside receiver, which we call the number one receiver, runs a runs a post, the inside receiver, which is number two, he runs a corner. Well, instead of the safety taking the corner route, he would just banjo it to to the cornerback, right? And then the cornerback will take the, the route that's coming to him, right? Oh, is that is that what we used to, like, call back before all these fancy words we said pass? I like, guess so. You know, <laughs> I, I, I've never covered anybody in my, house, in my career. I've always been a pass rusher. So I don't know what goes on back there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, just, I, I'm just having fun with that. But seriously, <laughs> like in basketball – uh, a lot of people can can see this a lot clearer in basketball because it's all right in front of you. This is like when 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 you have a man defense and and the guys are, are playing you and on defense you decide you're gonna pass the guy off uh, or yeah. you're gonna go underneath or over the the screen yeah. of the pick. Yeah. And so defense and football has the same thing. And and and, and I, I know I'm all over the board, but I, I'm just tying it into the conversation directly. Uh, is this why we've seen um, Sark have so much success offensively with yeah. Devontae Smith? 
because it's like, how can a guy be this good and y'all let him run free? Is that yeah. because of the route designs are so yeah. complex and right at that four or five, wherever the, wherever the cross point is for the defense? Because some may set it at three, some may set it at five, some may set it. But wherever the cross point is, Sark is adjusting his routes and and crossing the scissor routes where they, they cross each other. He's he's doing it right at that mesh point to confuse the defense. Is that why we see Devontae running so open? And and not only that, first of all, Sark is a genius. Like he he does he he does a great job calling plays. He moves Smith around so much and, and it's hard to keep track of where he's lining up. You know, you'll play some teams where they put their best receiver in the slot on the right side, and, and that's basically where it's going to be. But you look up, I mean, Devontae might be in the backfield. He may line up at fullback. He may line up, you know, at outside receiver. Um, sometimes he may delay his route, and he's going to come underneath the linebackers on third down, and he's wide open because everybody else dropped back in coverage. I mean, he knows what he's doing. He puts that guy in, in all kind of places. He does a good job. Yeah, I, I, I've because because you know I I know Coach O slammed his headset uh, because and he was like we were supposed to be double teaming the guy how can a man be running wide open and we're supposed to be double teaming him so uh, and, and, and I think a lot of that a lot of that comes from defensive rules and those guys are on defense know what they're supposed to do and um, Coach Arcee he he uses that to his advantage he knows what they're supposed to do what they're where they're going to be and he's going to put his guy where they're not. Well, hey, Coach, you just nailed something. I have told people it's actually, if you're a genius and, and, and you study film, like you talked about, about Diabate studying film, it's actually easier. It was easier when I played football to play against a well-coached, disciplined football player. <laughs> it, I mean, I, I, I hate it. Like, like, and, and, and God rest his soul, uh, Kevin Green, uh, just a quick side note. When I went up to the Steelers, Greg Lloyd was clearly a more athletic, more gifted pass rusher. But I didn't have a problem. Uh, the challenge wasn't blocking him as much as it was Kevin Green. Because I, I'll never forget, I, I <laughs> in practice, Kevin Green, you didn't know what he was going to do. And man, I jacked him. I hit him hard, man. And and he punched me. <laughs> it, it literally, and when he punched me, Tony, I dropped my hands and I said to myself, he punched me. And when I did that, he went and sacked the quarterback because it was so unorthodox and undisciplined. He had no like, like, he had no set pass rush, he had no set move. His move was chaos. So you could not study film. Like I knew that 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 Greg Lloyd's favorite pass rush was to set me up to, to the inside and swim over to the outside. So I would right. make him think I was gonna take away that, knowing that he was gonna jump to the outside when I went to the inside so I could be, be back out there. So th this is all great. And that's what great coaches are able to do. And, and sometimes the better coached you are. Hey, the, the easier it is. And I think that's part of the struggle with uh, Alabama, even with Alabama being disciplined that coaches are figuring out how to do that. Yeah. And, and, and with that, you know, in order to take advantage of a disciplined player, you have to be disciplined to do it every time also. You know, Correct. <laughs> um, because they're going to do what they're supposed to do every time. You're going to have to do what you're supposed to do all, every time in order to, to counter that. I mean, and, you're and right. if you're an undisciplined player, then they're going to take advantage of you. So, All right, but um, uh, hey, man, it's, go ahead. No, no, I was saying um, on offense though, all you need is one. Like you, you need you need one good shot to score, and that's to score seven zero, and you guys win. Now he can be great the rest yeah. of the time, but they they just lost. That's why offense <laughs> that, has the that, advantage. <laughs> that, that is true. Uh, you know that is true. That offense in that sense has the. Uh, well, offense in all senses now have the advantage. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll continue to to talk about. Uh, What's happening with um, uh, the Alabama football game? I know I've had so much fun already. I do want to talk to you on the other side about the strength and conditioning, and then we'll get directly into the Notre Dame-Alabama conversation. Hey, you're listening to the Martin Houston Show, joined by 
Auburn High School football uh, coach, defensive line and strength and conditioning coach, uh, Antonio Ford, uh, breaking down some insight uh, uh, of the game that, that we don't get every day. So we'll continue that conversation and more as we talk about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their time. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs. Or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Overflow Express Wash makes it possible. And listen, it's a new day, a new dollar, a new year. Go check them out. If you're not a member yet, uh, you can join the membership club. Starting as low as $23.99 a month. All the washes you want. Keep your car clean inside and out. We're speaking with Coach Antonio Ford, Auburn High School defensive line strength and conditioning coach. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this Notre Dame team and whether this is a more physical version uh, than, than what we've seen in times past. Uh, but before we get to that, Coach uh, Ford, when we look at – the role of the strength and conditioning coach. Um, and that, that's part of your role there. So you touch the entire team. Um, yeah. and, and so, so that, that, that role is so important to, I think, conveying the, the consistent message of the coach. What would you say the top one, two, three things as a strength and conditioning coach, you do both from relationship, mental, uh, physical, et cetera. What do you think uh, kind of, your role is, and then we'll com- convey that and, and, and translate that to what Alabama has this year. You know, I, I think one of the things is, is teaching proper technique um, and, and also proper mindset, things that transfer from the weight room to the field. Now, we're not, we don't want to do things in the weight room that, that are pointless, that we, that we can't even use on the field. It's not going to help us to win games. But teaching that mindset, teaching, teaching how to fight through adversity, putting them in adverse situations, and encouraging them to finish. Also teaching the other guys in the room to be great teammates, to encourage each other, to keep to create energy in a room because energy in the room creates energy on the practice field. Energy on the practice field is energy on, on the game field. And you see our guys pulling for each other. When you come watch us play, it is it's like one team playing together because they're, they're, they're used to pulling for each other. Yeah, and so let's translate to that to – what we've seen at Alabama this year, uh, of course, you knew Coach Cochran. 
and what he brought to to the table um, was a lot of that. I call it the, the mental uh, soft skill side of things. It, yeah. it, it was 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 his bigger strength than the actual physical teaching. And it right. appears that that Nick Saban has through these two coaches has brought both of those to the table that 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 they kept the bar or even possibly raised the bar in terms of the relationship, the mentality, the physical, but they've also upped the um actual training as well. Right. And and the what what Matt Ray has brought to the to the program is the science behind what 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 they're doing. Um Man, he he's so technically. Listen to him talk; it's almost like like talking to a doctor because he he is a doctor. I um, mean, he, he uses he uses all all kind of terminology, but it all relates back to football. If you listen to him long enough, you'll you'll see how that relates back to the field. One of the key things that he does, um, I think, better than than any other strength and conditioning coach that I follow, is he used the the athletic training staff to his advantage. Um, Jeff Allen works hand in hand with him. I mean, you notice that the injuries, the, the major injuries are down for University of Alabama. And, and I think it's because of those guys working hand in hand. I mean, of course, the, the freak injury that happened to the receiver, that's something that, that you just can't help. But um, I think it was maybe last year or two years ago, Alabama was losing linebackers like that, back to back to back. And now you, you don't see that as much. And I think that has a lot to do with, with what Jeff Allen and, and what um, Dr. Ray is doing in the strength conditioning program. Yeah, one of the big things we were hoping for was that those injuries would go down for the Crimson Tide, and they have. Uh, one more follow-up question with you. Uh, can you attribute uh, part of Najee's – I think you have to give Najee – I don't want to take anything away from him because Najee went out and you know found his own guy, uh, and, and um, I, I can't remember the Auburn running back's name, but uh, to train him. But do you see some of – uh, Dr. Ray and, and, and Coach Ballou's work showing up in the Najee Harris we're getting to watch this year. Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. And, and also, you know, Alabama keeps their running backs fresh. I mean, Najee gets his touches, but, I mean, you still come off the bench and you got this this other the kid from Hillcrest um, comes in and he, and he, he plays his, his butt off too, and, and that spills Najee. And, you know, you got one monster running the ball, then all of a sudden here comes that fresh monster in the third quarter. You know, then Najee comes back in to finish the game. So that has a lot to do with him. And, and I think that, that's key in recruiting also because now the, the, the top running backs know they can come to Alabama and they can, get their, they can all get a chance to play. Also, it lets you know that you can come to Alabama and you're not going to get run in the ground, and, but you'll have an opportunity to still have some, some miles left on you when you get to the NFL. So I, I think all that that plays together. Yeah, uh, we had Hank South on two four seven Sports Bama Online recruiting, and he felt like that was part of the reason that Alabama, despite having Trey Sanders, uh, who's come re- be returning from injury, Jace McClellan and uh, Roydell Williams, plus the potential of Brian Robinson to come back uh, for an additional year, the the top running back in the country still decided to come here because he knew he could play. And when he finished up, he wouldn't be washed up and used right. up. So that, that, that's that's really huge. Uh, let, let's shift into the game, Coach Ford. As you look at this, uh, let me see. Uh, C.J. Watson said, um, let me get, get his statement uh, here. If the Notre Dame team that played Clemson during the regular season shows up, I think we have a closer football game than we hope for. Not saying they win. Uh, but that was a physical team that played inspired football, a totally different different team uh, than the one that showed up in the ACC championship game. I wonder which one we get today. Uh, as you think about this Notre Dame team, uh, that's what he's been touting, that this is a more physical brand of football for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Buying or selling? <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely Selling that. Listen, when, when they played Clemson the first time, they thought they had a chance because they were missing some key players, some really, really big time players for Clemson due, due to COVID. So Notre Dame comes in there to think, oh, this is our, our chance on the national stage to, to do something. When they suit up tonight, they don't think they have a chance. Like they're not, they're not thinking, all right, this is our chance 
to shine. No, guys, they're thinking we're about to get run over. They're going to score 50 on us in the back of their mind, right? The second time they played Clemson, they got their, they got their dude, right? And so Clemson is, is ready to go, and you saw who Notre Dame really was, right? Yeah, and, and, and they have tried to get more physical. Uh, but, Coach Ford, when you think about uh, this team, yeah, they, they their offensive line is up for the Joe Moore Award, which is to the best offensive line. Uh, their defense is, like, ranked 15th in the country, only giving up 110 yards rushing. But then you start going, okay, are they physical or are they just good in a league that doesn't play physical football? Uh, therefore, they appear to be more physical than what they they are um, right. in, in what they're putting on the field. Oh, yeah. And I think physical football starts in the, the first three steps of, uh, of the line of scrimmage. Like when, when the ball is snapped, the first, first three steps, whoever wins, we call it uh, our A experience. So we, we work stance to start every day, and we're trying to develop the fastest, the most fundamental um, stance and start in football. And I think that that's what wins the line of scrimmage. That's what wins football games. And it's determined if you're physical in those first three steps. Um, and I think that the speed and the aggressiveness and, 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 and the, the scheme of Alabama is going to overwhelm them up front and they're going to lose the battle. You're going to notice that the line of scrimmage is going to be going in the opposite direction on, on rundown. Yeah. And, 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 and hopefully we'll see a, a lot of uh, that offensive line going. I mean, that, uh, line of scrimmage moving as, as they say as a defensive line defensive line you want to move the line of scrimmage back uh, as an offensive guy you want to move it down the field uh, right. and and that's going to be a big battle tonight but but how big was it um, the loss of Leatherwood I know all these guys Devontae's in New York with I'm um, theoretically in New York Max in New York Najee was almost in New York. So you you, yeah. you got all that love going on. But the reality of it is football is one in the trenches. I I, I no did doubt. I actually did a, a thought, a, a, a small teaching on the trenches. And I said, when I hear the word trenches, I think of two places, uh, the off, the offensive defensive line and, and in, a, in a war or in a no battle. Uh, that That's the two places. And, and that's what football is. It is a organized uh, gladiator war uh, event. So with that said, the key gladiator for Alabama um, it w- was Landon Dickerson. He 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 not only played at a high level, I believe he made the other guys play at a at a higher level than they would otherwise. Uh, Tony, I'm gonna read you a stat on him, and then I want you to talk about what his loss could potentially mean to Alabama and what we want to do in the run game. Landon Dickerson played 725 snaps. He had a missed assignment on two. Wow. He got he he, he his great. He had 723 uh, plays that he got did not miss an assignment. Only missed it on two. Um, what does that mean for for him not to be there uh, uh, today? I mean, I, I think that's that, that's that's a that's a huge. Um, spot to fill, but if Alabama's being Alabama, the, the the coaching staff that they have, there's a guy waiting to do what he did, right? There, there's a guy chomping at the bit, can't wait to it's it's his turn to do what he did, right? Um, and and I think he, he'll be missed in, in in a certain sense, but I don't think he's going to be it's going to be a difference in the Notre Dame game. Yeah, I, I I think it's huge. I think it's huge. But I also think that as you just said they have Chris Owens, uh, fifth year guy, uh, and and you talk about having a motivation or mentality. Guess where he's from, Tony? Chris Owens, Arlington, uh, Indiana, Texas. Oh, he's from Texas. He is from Arlington, Texas. Think about think about what happened for him to get this moment. Unfortunately, his teammate got hurt. But then the ball, the game gets moved from California to Arlington, Texas. So he's going to be oh. starting in the college football playoffs in his hometown. His you think oh, he's yeah. not motivated? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He 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 is pumped. He is pumped. Yeah, I mean he's getting so all kind of phone I, calls I, I, for tickets. 
<laughs> I think he, he's going to be ready. I think Alabama will look a lot like Alabama's looked all year against Notre Dame, and then we'll figure out what we'll do against whoever's left. Uh, we'll get the break here. Coming back on the other side, I'm going to ask you some, some, some keys to victory uh, for this team. Notre Dame wins if type of questions on the other side. You listen to the Martin Houston Show with Coach Antonio Ford of Auburn High School. Stay tuned for more great conversation. And once again, hey, if you just joined us, Happy New Year, blessed and prosperous 2021. Good morning, lame duck, Alabama Democrat, U.S. Senator Doug Jones under quarantine today for COVID-19 exposure from his wife. Jones posted an online tweet to encourage his Senate colleagues to override President Trump's veto of the military budget. Please vote to override that veto. It is so important for the security of this country, for our armed services, for the men and women in uniform, for the people of Alabama that we've worked so hard for for the last three years. Trump vetoed the budget because it would remove the name of some Confederate generals from U.S. military bases. I'm Don Hart. Hello. This is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9. We got Coach Antonio Ford, Auburn High School former Sipsy Valley High School coach, former, I got to get this right, Troy Trojan. Definitely. Yeah, we get that. We don't, we don't put all that, those wrong names anymore. Uh, <laughs> you know, most people don't even realize Troy changed their name, but, uh, uh, but Coach Antonio Ford, local Holt High School product uh, with us. Uh, man, if you missed this part of the program, make sure you go back and watch it. Uh, on the Facebook outlets as well as on Tide 109. You can hear the podcast as well. Hey, Coach, we're going to do rapid fire right now. So, uh, okay, how do you stop this Alabama Crimson Tide? You're the defense coordinator. What are you doing? I'm going to stop the run. Um, I'm, I'm going I'm to take my, my best DB and I'm going to put him on, on, on Smith and hope for the best. I'm going to stop the run, put eight in the box. And, and 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 I got I got to make them one dimensional because I mean if we got both of them going at the same time it, it makes your head spin. Yeah, that, such a great point is you have to pick your poison. Unfortunately, yeah. both of their poisons are deadly. Uh, but uh, but but yeah. but you definitely have zero chance if they're putting both poisons on you. Uh, yeah. Uh, how would you how would you if you're Alabama and you were the defense coordinator for this Alabama defense in this game? What would you do to stop Notre Dame and Ian Book because he likes to extend plays and uh, he's the type of quarterback that's hurt Alabama in the past. Yeah, I mean, Ian Book needs a spy. If he's if he's able to be a true dual threat, um, it's going to cause trouble for Alabama. Um, it, it, history shows Alabama's had trouble um, with the style of defense they play. They've had trouble with with um, mobile quarterback and quarterbacks that extend plays, um, quarterbacks that that kind of make things up on on the fly. Um, and, and Ian Book has the ability to do that. I mean, he's thrown for almost twenty five hundred yards this year and. But and only two interceptions, so he, he knows where he's going with the ball. He's very decisive, um, and, and but he's also run for 500 yards and like eight touchdowns. So I mean, if he's able to be a true dual threat, um, he poses a problem. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we want to make sure we contain him, keep him in the pocket as as yeah. 
I think Coach Saban likes to say, make the pocket dirty, but don't lose the pocket. <laughs> Keep right. him in there uh, and, and harass him a little bit. Uh, Notre Dame wins if? Um, well, like I said, if, if Ian Book able to be a true dual threat, Notre Dame has a shot to win. Um, if, if number 10 doesn't show up for Alabama, Notre Dame has a shot to win. If number 6 doesn't show up, they have a shot to win. But uh, other than that, <laughs> that's a lot of ills right there, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of ills. If we'd had all but, those, if, if we'd had all those ifs and added a few buts uh, last week, we'd had a Merry Christmas. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what what do you see as Alabama's uh, keys to victory? We've talked a little bit about that, but what do you see as their keys to victory? Um, I, I think a, a balanced attack, um, keeping Notre Dame's defense off balance. Um, hitting them with, with 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 passes when it seems like they're going to run, right? When when Notre Dame stacks the box, you know Alabama takes a shot deep. When just just keeping them keeping them off balance. All right, hey, and then uh, when you look at um, the the key matchups, is there anything other than the end book and uh, our pass game potentially? Are, are there any other potential key matchups that Notre Dame may be able to take advantage of, or or vice versa? I'm not sure if Notre Dame is going to take advantage of it, but I'm interested to see how this award-winning offensive line is going to match up with, with this SEC defensive line. And that, that's always the key battle that, that I watch, who, who's winning the line of scrimmage, um, who has the best chance to start, right? Who, who's more, more aggressive, who's more disciplined up front. And I think that's going to tell the tale of, of how this game is going to turn out in, in, the, in the fourth quarter. Quick follow-up on that. Notre Dame does something that very few teams do today. They run a three-tight end set as a mm -hmm. regular part of their offense. Why right. does that help the running game, and why is it so difficult uh, uh, for defenses to, to, to stop? Every time you add another player on the line of scrimmage, it creates another gap that the defense has to be accountable for. Right, and, and so if the defense doesn't get adjusted to it in line, then it's going to be an unaccounted for gap. And so if you, if you move those gaps around, so maybe you have two tights to one side and you take them, take them in motion and put one on the other side. Now the defense has to adjust because now there's an AB and a C gap that has to be accounted for. Yep, and then they sneak him off the line when you think he's blocking because it's a run offense and right. you come into the box. There we go. Hey, Coach Ford, what you got? What you got for the score? Fifty-two <laughs> fourteen, Bama. Fifty-two fourteen. Any thoughts on uh, Clemson, Ohio State? Yes, Clemson wins. It'll be a Dabo Coach Steven rematch again. All right. Those thanks, Coach Ford. We appreciate you being a part of the program. We have to do this again without a doubt, man. Love yeah. you, son. Talk to you later. Love you. Thank you. All right. Hey, this has been the first uh, show of the 2021 season. Alabama taking down Notre Dame. My score is about the same. I, I'm, I'm going to give Alabama, I'm going to give uh, Will Riker the field goal. So I'm going to throw 55-17 in there as Alabama takes down Notre Dame. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. Not your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct the path. Roll tight. See you on the flip side. Thanks, Coach.